the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There's a battle going on for the souls of men. The taste of war is ever dear. But I am safe within the arms of God's dear bride. She is the keeper of my soul. She is the church of Christ. I'll not Ladies and gentlemen, Rick Breidenbaugh of the Gospel Defender Ministries. This gospel message will encourage and equip those who have ears to hear to be a Christian, clothed with the armor of a gospel defender. Ladies and gentlemen, there is power in the blood of Jesus Christ. In fact, there are some things that can be done only by His blood. It is at this time we consider eight things that only the blood of Jesus Christ can do. First, only the blood of Jesus Christ had the power to accomplish the dissolution of of the Old Testament. It was through Moses that the Old Testament dispensation was introduced. The account of this is found in the Old Testament book of Exodus. But the New Testament has something to say about this as well. In Hebrews 9, verses 19 and 20, it is written, When Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and goats with water, scarlet, wool, and hyssop, and sprinkled both the book itself and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you. With the blood of calves and goats the Old Testament was introduced, but with the blood of Jesus Christ it was dissolved. It is important to note that although Christ said in Matthew 5, verse 17, that he did not come to destroy the law, it was by his death, with his blood, that the Old Testament law was dissolved. We are told in Colossians 2, verse 14, that he wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. 
It was the blood of Christ that had the power to dissolve the Old Testament. And with its dissolution, that same blood led to the initiation of the New Testament dispensation. We are told in Matthew 26, verse 28, that his blood was the blood of the New Testament when Jesus was crucified on the cross where he shed his blood. The initiation of the New Testament took place. This is why Christians worship differently than did the Jews in the days of Moses. There was no Lord's Supper table under the Old Testament, and there is no table of showbread under the New. There was no priesthood of believers under the Old Testament, and there is no special priesthood under the New. All this was changed by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. With the initiation of the New Testament came the construction of the New Testament church. Before the Apostle Paul left the Ephesian elders in Acts 20, he said to them in verse 28, Take heed to yourselves and to all the flock, among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. It was in Matthew 16, verse 18, that Jesus prophesied to Apostle Peter, Upon this rock I will build my church. When Jesus made that statement, the church had not yet been built. But when Paul spoke to the Ephesian elders in Acts 20, verse 28, the church had been built, and it had been built by the blood of Jesus Christ. The church is not a brick-and-mortar building, but is the collective body of Christian people. People are added to the church when their sins have been washed away by the blood of Christ. John the baptizer was never in the church, and neither were Moses, Aaron, Isaiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, or the host of other Old Testament preachers and prophets. The church was not built. She was not constructed until the blood of Christ was poured out from the cross at Golgotha. This is what Apostle Paul meant when he sent his first epistle to the church of Christ in Corinth and stated twice, once in chapter 6, verse 20, and then in chapter 7, verse 23, You were bought at a price. The price paid for our purchase was the blood of Jesus the Christ. The blood of Christ not only made possible the construction of the church, but also it made possible the salvation of men. Again, listen to the words of Jesus recorded in Matthew chapter 26, verse 28. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. The remission of our sins, salvation, is possible only because of the shed blood of Jesus. This is why we who follow the New Testament pattern of the church will be found around the Lord's Supper table on the first day of each and every week. It is at this table that we are reminded of the cost of our salvation. 
Our salvation cost Jesus his life, which was in his blood. We are saved by the power of his blood. John said it this way in Revelation 1 verse 5. He loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. The question is, how are we washed in his own blood? How do we receive the salvation that is possible only through his blood? The Bible does not leave us in ignorance regarding these questions. When one considers the conversion of Saul of Tarsus, one would need professional theological help to not understand how we are washed in his powerful blood. I will read Acts 22, verse 16. See if you can understand how and where that washing takes place. Why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your own sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Saul's sins were washed away when he was baptized. Not only this, but we are told in Romans 6, verses 3 through 6, as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should not be slaves of sin. It is when and only when a man, woman, boy, or girl is baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ that he or she spiritually receives the saving merits of his blood. If it is true that only the blood of Jesus Christ can save, and it is, and if it is true that only when one is immersed in water in the name of Christ that one receives the merits of the blood of Jesus Christ, and it is, then it is true that only by being immersed in water in the name of Christ can one be saved from his or her sins. You may have theological problems with that, but the problem is not because of the Word of God. It is because of denominational theology. Not only does the blood of Jesus have the power to make possible salvation, but simultaneously it makes possible men's justification from their sin. When we are saved, we are also justified. One does not come before the other, and one does not happen without the other. They both happen simultaneously. You cannot be justified, but not be saved. You cannot be saved, but not be justified. Justification is a legal transaction that pronounces your total absolution from the consequences of all the sins you committed prior to your salvation. Paul said it this way in Romans 5 verse 6. 
when we were still without strength. In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. When the human race is judged by Christ, the Christian will stand there without any guilt of sin because of the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Those who refuse to bow their knee to the Lordship of Christ in this life will stand before their sovereign Creator and Judge on that day, guilty and condemned. But because of the power of the blood of Christ, the child of God will stand before that sovereign Judge, justified in absolute innocence. This is what the Old Testament law could never do. This is what works of human merit cannot do. But this is what the powerful blood of Christ can and does do. With salvation, not only is justification made possible, but also is sanctification. Christians have been sanctified by God and to God. The Hebrews writer in Hebrews 13 verse 12 clearly reveals that Jesus sanctifies the people of God with his own blood. To be sanctified is to be set apart. And in the case of Christians, we have been set apart for God's use. We are his priests. Every Christian is a priest of God. The doctrine of a special priesthood that does not include all Christians is a false doctrine. Peter said in 1 Peter 2 verse 9, Christians are a royal priesthood. Apostle John wrote in Revelation 1 verse 6, Christ has made us priests unto his God and Father. Those who are Christians have been set apart by God for a special purpose, his purpose. We live our lives for him to carry out his will. We proclaim the gospel message through our lives that lead others to Christ and the salvation, justification, and sanctification that is found only in his powerful blood. We cannot help but note with interest that in 1 Corinthians 6 verse 11, all three of these effects of the blood of Christ are mentioned by Paul. To those addressed, he states in that epistle, You were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified. Those washed, sanctified, and justified had once been fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, male homosexuals, sodomites, thieves, covetous, drunkards, revilers, and extortioners. But because of the power of the blood of Christ, they had been sanctified. It makes no difference who you are, who you have been, or who you are not. The powerful blood of Christ 
does things in your life that nothing else is able to do besides justification and sanctification, another result of salvation by the powerful blood of Jesus Christ is the reconciliation of men to God. To be reconciled to God is a wonderful blessing that is made possible only through the powerful blood of Jesus Christ. Like salvation, we must do something to receive it, but that which we must do is possible only as a result of the blood of Christ. To the church of Christ and Colossae, Paul said in Colossians 1 verse 20, Through the blood of his cross, all things are reconciled to himself. Peace with God is possible only through the blood of Jesus Christ. There are many who say they have made peace with God, but the truth is, they really have not. Their saying they made peace with God doesn't make it so. It takes two parties to make peace, not one. Their saying they made peace with God doesn't make it so. Unless you make peace with God according to His terms, you may have given yourself a false sense of security, but you have not made peace with God. Peace comes only through the blood of Christ, and unless you come to God through the blood of Christ, you have not made peace with God at all. Jesus said in John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. God will be the judge, and there is nothing in his eternal truth that suggests that a dying reprobate has any authority to dictate the terms of peace between himself and the eternal sovereign God. Those who lead a dying person to believe he can is a person who either does not know the word of God or has no respect for the authority of God's word. The blood of Christ provides not only the reconciliation of men to God, but also the reconciliation of men to men. There are wars on every front. There is great unrest among the human race because of differences in race, culture, economic status, educational levels, and political philosophies. These differences continue after thousands of years of dissension among men and women. Hundreds of solutions have been attempted, but none has had any lasting constructive healing consequences. Though the answer and the solution to reconciling people of different backgrounds and cultural differences is through the powerful blood of Jesus Christ, it is seldom if ever considered this solution is ridiculed by the unlearned, the reprobate, and the intellectual elite. Two peoples who despise each other more than did the Jews and Gentiles of the first century, we know not. But they were reconciled each other when they were obedient to the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Concerning the division between 
those two ethnicities. At least one half of Ephesians chapter 2 was written. We have time to read only two verses. Verses 13 and 14. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who once were afar off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made both one, and has broken down the middle wall of separation. Ladies and gentlemen, the solution to the world's differences can be found only in the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And now in the time we have a word about the redemption that the Christian has through the blood of Jesus Christ. The scriptures which teach that our redemption is through the blood of Jesus Christ are numerous. Ephesians 1 verse 7, Colossians 1 verses 12 through 14, Revelation 5 verse 9, Hebrews 9 verse 12, 1 Peter 1 verses 18 and 19, and the list goes on and on. All that which we have already said is part of God's redemption. Salvation, justification, sanctification, reconciliation. All this is impossible without and outside the blood of Christ. Good works merit none of these. Keeping the Ten Commandments, if that were possible, does not merit any of these favors from God. Only the amazing power of the blood of Christ provides these blessings and even more. The question is this, however. Are you interested in any of this? Or is all this just silly nonsense as far as you are concerned? These things certainly will never be forced upon you by God. But my friend, without having these spiritual blessings in your life, you are L-O-S-T for H-E-L-L. In the eternal state of the lost, all these things that only the blood of Jesus Christ can provide will be of preeminent importance but it will be too late to receive them. It is in this life that you can receive these spiritual blessings that prepare you for the life to come. Only the powerful blood of Jesus Christ can do the eight things we have mentioned in this hour. So, would you be free from the burden of sin? There's power in the blood. Power in the blood. Would you live your life of victory to win? There's wonderful power in the blood. There's power, 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 wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There's power, 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 wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. There's a battle going on for the souls of the war is ever near But I am safe within the arms of God's dear bride 
is the keeper of my soul. She is the church of Christ. I'll not Ladies and gentlemen, Rick Breidenbaugh speaking. You have just heard another Gospel Defender Ministries radio broadcast brought to you by the church that Jesus built that preaches all of the word to all of the world. Jesus said in Mark 16, verse 16, He who believes and is baptized will be saved. So find someone today who will immerse you into Christ today before it is everlastingly too late. Our mailing address is Gospel Defender Ministries, Post Office Box 575, Chillicothe, C-H-I-L-L-I-C-O-T-H-E, Chillicothe, Ohio, Zip 45601. You can also contact us through the World Wide Web at gospel-defender.org or by email at agosdef, A-G-O-S-D-E-F, agosdef at roadrunner.com. At your request, a written transcript or an audio copy of today's message will be sent to you free of charge with no obligation from you now or in the future. We need to hear from you as soon as possible, so please take the time to contact us today. Now until you and I meet again at this same time and at this same place, our prayer is that you will be steadfastly set for the defense of the gospel. A gospel Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.